This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <laughs> Welcome back to Scaredy Chat. Yes, this is the Scaredy Chat podcast where we talk all about childhood fears and things that are still scaring us today. I'm Monica Suryagi. And I'm Caitlin Riley. And today, later on, we are going to be chatting with uh, actress, writer, comedian, YouTuber, Maggie Mayfish. She is so funny and insightful and, and a very, I would say, intellectual infotainment YouTuber type way. So I'm excited to talk to her because I think her fears are going to be very relatable. But before that, Caitlin, we talk about our childhood fears all the time, even when we don't have to, when we're not on the podcast, we just love to talk about childhood fears. But I am curious, do you have any new fears? I'm basically afraid of any boat that like the tip of the boat tips up. Does that make sense? Like, oh, you, totally, totally. Like, if you ever watch Baywatch or any movie where they're like, there's a chase on the water, when the boat tips up and the engine is like in the water and they're racing, I'm just afraid. I'm like, this boat is going to flip over. Like, like how doesn't it? I don't understand the physics of it. I can't figure out how it's mathematically still staying in the water. So that's always really freaked me out. But historically, I will say. My grandfather, when he was a little boy, this is a very crazy story. He was Ooh, on a taking it back. <laughs> yes. So I have some maybe I have some like passed down trauma from like DNA or whatever, but when he was a little boy, he was on a boat like that with like an engine in the back and and everything. And there was a gas leak and the boat exploded. Yeah. And he was in a full body cast for like a year, like a full year. Is that not crazy? What? Yes. So I don't know. I have this theory that like, like it's it's not specifically being on the water. Being on the water doesn't scare me. And I've been on like banana boats before where you're just sort of like being pulled. And I can be on the banana boat, but I can't be on the boat pulling the banana boat. Mm. And I think there's something in my brain where I'm like, I don't know if it's just hearing the story about the boat explosion I'm just like, there's something about being on these boats with engines like this that just really makes me feel super unsafe. I feel like I'm going to either get thrown from the boat, which my grandfather was. That's how, why he was in the full body cast, by the way. He literally just was thrown from the boat as it exploded. He's fine. Well, I'm glad but I'm glad he survived. It's kind of crazy to think about because had he not survived, I would not be here. You wouldn't exist. Yeah. And I'm convinced that that's why... I'm so afraid to see if there's any any strange family connections between the fears that you have and the fears of your grandfathers. 
Oh, I love that. If you have like a somewhat maybe seemingly irrational fear, yeah, check the family history. Yeah. Though also boats are scary. <laughs> yeah. Also just boat propellers are kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That seems fair. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, Scaredy Chat listeners, today we have my lovely friend, Maggie Mae Fish. She is a comedian, YouTuber, writer, actress. She's very good at all of these things. She is hilarious. I know you already follow her on Twitter. You already know, you already know who I'm talking about. Everybody, Maggie. <laughs> hello, hello. Ah, this is, I was just saying, we were just saying off, yeah, off mic, uh, what a great way to end the day, you know? Yes. Together, chatting. About mm. our fears. About our fears. I know. Oh, when you emailed me, it immediately came to mind exactly my, the, the fear um, that I wanted to talk about. So that just say something, Monica, about how, how great the premise of this podcast is. Oh, thank you. And that, and also that your fear is like right at the front of your brain. Like I know what oh, I'm afraid yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> so Maggie, what is this fear that you cannot stop thinking about? Okay. I, the reason I can't stop thinking about it is because I feel like it's very common. Um, but I'm also embarrassed about it because it, like, it's seemingly very juvenile and, and it's just like the fear of the dark. Um, which I still like am today, uh, you know, apprehensive about it. I I feel like I've done a lot of internal work to, you know, be able to like walk down a dark tunnel. Um, but yeah, throughout most of my uh, life, and especially when I was a kid, I was like deathly afraid of the dark. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like a classic, but it is crippling. And I feel like so many people are, I, I was so also with you, so afraid of the dark to the point where I couldn't function <sighs> mm -hmm. as a person mm -hmm. at night. And I'm still scared of the dark. Yes. So, and like, I understand it's a universal, like the unknown, you know, like I've heard so many people say that and like intellectually, I understand that's what the fear is, but uh, just like in my bones. It's so, it's so like carnal that I can't deny. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not alone. I mean, they literally named the show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? So I feel like I, that says I everything was. you need to know. <laughs> Do you have yeah. like a very specific memory? Was there any time where you were like, oh my God, this is my fear. I'm afraid of the dark and now I have to face it. Like, was there any specific moment for you? Um, I never, I don't remember facing it. I remember acceptance. I remember being, I was probably th four. I was very young and I remember crying and like calling my dad into my bedroom who was clearly exhausted. Like I remember his tone to this day was 
yes, like just tired. And I remember being like, I'm just afraid. And my dad just being like, why? Why? Like, why, though? Just like a very desperate uh, adult, you know, like an exhausted dad. And I remember being like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know why I'm afraid of the dark. And and I couldn't tell him, like, why I felt that way. Um, but it did help me gain perspective. I was like, OK, my dad clearly doesn't think that this is such a big of a deal. So, you know, I'm not going to call him in anymore to to tell him I'm afraid. So I from that point on, um, yeah, I just kind of accepted like, OK, this is my fear. I, I am just afraid of the dark. Um, and yeah, I I used a nightlight after this. I would crack my door open as well. Um, so there were workarounds, uh, which so, yeah, I don't think I ever really faced it. I think I mostly. Um, added more lights to my room <laughs> i was the same way i was just like okay how can i have the most light in here and right i think i real i like hit a point maybe honestly maybe in high school where i was like i can't mm-hmm. sleep because the light is on but mm. i need the light to be on <laughs> but sleep emotionally, i need this yes yeah that's my thing now I remember when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say I was afraid of the dark, but I did surround myself with, like, stuffed animals to, like, ward mm-hmm. off nightmares. Did you ever have anything like that? Was it ever, like, oh, I have this specific, like, stuffed animal or, like, this, like, blanket or anything like that that kind of, like, kept you safe from whatever it was in the dark? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I had the uh, the accoutrements. Uh, you know, I had this, like, holy blanket that, you know, I would wears a robe because there was just like gaping holes in it from, <laughs> from overuse. Um, I had it and I still have a stuffed animal um, that's a bunny with really long ears. So when I couldn't sleep at night, I would like do hairstyles with her ears. <laughs> like, um, there was a couple things like that. Oh, uh, I did sleep on the edge of my bed because I was also afraid that I wouldn't be able to see if something was going to like come up over it. So I would sleep right at the edge. Um, and I felt very brave for that because that felt like me confronting at least something I was afraid of. You know, if something was going to sneak over the bed, I'd rather, you know, be there head on. Um, <laughs> so that was comforting. Uh it did give me a kink in my neck that I still have to this day because I slept that way for so many years of my life. But um, nothing ever got you because you were prepared. Exactly. Right. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Uh-huh. I was being brave, ladies. So. <laughs> it's so funny because I yes. wonder what we really thought would happen. You know, like, I, I mm-hmm. don't know if consciously, like, I've had those moments too where I was like, oh, if I do this and I do this, then I'll be safe. But I don't know if what I really thought was going to happen. Like, did I really mm-hmm. believe there was a monster there? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't did, know. did you ever check like under your bed? Did you have a bed that you could check under? I gratefully like did not mm-hmm. for most of my life. So, <laughs> oh, really? Was it like on the ground, like on the yeah, ground type or it bed? Or had like drawers mm-hmm. underneath? I think that's mm-hmm. what it was. There was like so. I guess stuff could have been in the drawers. Stuff could have been in those drawers. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be like so much more scary because that was very unexpected. But. Did you, like, check uh, behind things? Like, if you had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. did you, like, did you check behind the shower curtain or did you mm-hmm. avoid doing that at Ooh. all costs? I think I'm an ant- I think I was an anti-checker. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I think very, very early on, I dealt with, um, what do you call it? Like, uh, confrontation anxiety or, you know, where it's like the thing that, you know, you should be doing avoidance. Like, oh, you know, if there's a monster in the shower, um, in some ways, like, I, you know, I was brave, I guess, looking over the side of my bed. Yeah, but like showers, no. I would not check my closet. Um, I was terrified the girl from The Ring was going to be in my closet after <laughs> seeing that movie. Terrified. Um, she is one of our actually, favorite characters on this podcast. <laughs> is she? Oh, did she? Did she like a big fear for many people? Because I feel like that. Okay, like every yes. single she, person that has been on this podcast, she got, she got literally <laughs> all of us. <laughs> Like every single Incredible. person, including us, including me and Monica, mm-hmm. I think talk about her in the first episode, but like every single person, probably even episodes, things get cut out. Mm-hmm. She comes out. She comes out. Everyone's afraid. So you're so not alone. Universal. Okay. That's, that's the thing. It's like all these fears, they, they are very common. Um, and so we are never alone, even though being afraid you are afraid because you are alone. Like that's part of the afraid part is like, I'm in the dark, but I'm alone in the dark. You know, I think that's kind of part of it as well. Um, It's very like stripping, you know, you're alone by yourself, you know, very vulnerable situation. Right. It's like, maybe if there was at least one other human being here, I wouldn't be as scared as I am right Right, now. Right, right, (laughs) right. Uh, I had a best neighbor friend who's still one of my best friends to this day, and we would spend uh, the night in each other's beds, like, all, almost every other day, because it's, you know, it's just it's good to have someone else there. Again, in case there was a monster. You never <laughs> know. Backup. You never know. You never I, know. I'm very curious of, like, like my fear of the dark mm-hmm. would occasionally be detrimental to my actual everyday life from, like, mm. lack of sleep or being afraid to go into a certain area or place. So I'd love to know if it ever affected your daily life. Da- like, I'm sure it has. The thing that mostly I think of um, to that effect is uh, I would just, I would like ruminate on my fear. And like, I had s- this vivid imagination that I would just like feed. I was like, oh, it could be any kind of, you know, it could be anything out there or like, you know, and I would just go down all these rabbit holes that like now as an adult, like, you know, we have a lot more like coping mechanisms that we can use to not, you know, to, to feed our anxieties in that manner. Um, so, yeah, but when you're a kid, like that's all you can do, you know, and it's like you have all the time in the world. Like when you're alone in bed, that's one of the only times you have alone as a kid because uh, you're, you know, you're always being watched or supervised or you know, it's the time that you have to yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just spiraling away. Literally anything mm-hmm. could be coming to kill me right now. Right, right. And death. What is that? You know, just. <laughs> um, This is a new game that we've, we're still testing. We're trying to figure out how to make it make sense. I love sense. being a test subject. Yay. Okay. I'm a good participant. Yes. It's called Who's That Boo? Mm-hmm. And basically, there are so many actors that we don't realize got their start in horror movies, right? Because mm-hmm. it is, you know, in theory, one of the cheapest genres to make. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play a guessing game where we'll give you just a few hints and you will try to guess who this actor is from that began in a horror movie. And awesome. we gave you one okay. clue. It's a boy. It's a, bo- it's a boy actor man. So okay. <laughs> actor man boy. Got it. <laughs> Uh, amazing. Monica, you go first. I'll, I'll do the next clue. 
Okay. Uh, first clue about our actor. He has won an Oscar. Okay. All right. Okay, so did you get it already? No? Okay, we'll move on to the <laughs> I've next it down clue. to two, actually. Wait, so. really? <laughs> Honestly, I did, I did think that maybe this was a little bit obvious because there's only so many Oscar winners. But right. the second clue, he was on a television show. So he won an Oscar and he was on a television show. He is a double okay. threat as far as we know. Okay, I'm forming an idea. Yes. Um, You're free to guess at any time. Okay, okay. I think I'm going to wait for another to stab at it. Ooh, okay. Well, wow, nice horror pun. (laughs) (laughs) That was on purpose. Ever for everyone hearing and listening. (laughs) On purpose pun. On purpose horror puns. Mm -hmm. Um, Last one. Mm -hmm. He's done pretty much every genre. He's across the map, but did, did start in a horror franchise. All right. Is it George Clooney? No. no. <gasps> but I get why you would say that. Uh, totally. Yes, okay, we'll give you mm, one. Okay. How many? We have three more, two more guesses. I feel I like three know. clues, three guesses. Oh. I don't know. We're, we don't even know what the rules are yet. But I, I don't, don't have <laughs> rules. It's a ruleless game. You can also I'm, ask us questions. Yeah, oh, okay. you can ask yes or no questions. Like, you okay. can't be like, who is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is he considered attra- conventionally attractive? Yeah. yeah. I would say yeah, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I feel like I had a... I feel like I had... Hmm. Okay. Um. What... What was, like, one of his big years? Do you know? No, but I, I feel like we have to keep it to yes or no questions, Maggie. That's true. So. <laughs> what are you trying to, I was trying to. I was going to tell you. I was like trying to think of what what one would. <laughs> Mostly just because then I'd have to Google that, and right. that would be really hard. This is so. true. This is true. <laughs> so just yes mm. or no for ease, honestly. <laughs> oh, um, ooh, Jared Leto. Oh no, but also no. good guess. But- Right? Probably, I think though. He start, didn't he start in a... I felt like he was in an Maybe early he'll, movie. he'll be our thing for next time. Because <laughs> I think he is in something. He's a horror. Um, he is yeah, a, he's just a horrible person. A horrible person. <laughs> my, uh, my friend sent me today just a picture of him in House of Gucci. And she's like, why is he always so weird? <laughs> I sent her that. And then she sent me a picture of him just in life. <laughs> I was like, you know, why is he like this? <laughs> there's a very small portion of actors who are actors because they don't want to be themselves. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh Burns. That's a uh. whole other box of shit. <laughs> oh yeah. We do a whole other podcast about those those actors. Please cut this out, Fitz, because we would love Jared on our podcast. No, keep it. Keep it. <laughs> uh, he's fun. Uh okay. Dang. Okay. Uh was he did he win his Oscar within the past five years? I think no. the answer is no, but I'm gonna give you the hint of you're it's just outside of five years. Okay. So relatively <sighs> recent. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I'd say between five and ten years. Mm-hmm. Definitely like eight <laughs> would be my, Again, my math. Guess. We'd have to Google this. <laughs> We're not gonna. So <laughs> whole thing. Uh is uh mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Hmm. Dang. Uh, 
Hmm. I feel like you're gonna get it, but you're so close. Like I really feel it. So I can't is, tell. Is I it get... Jonah Hill? No. no. I, but you okay. you are circling he, him. I you are, you are so right around the ballpark. Oh, um, no. Yes. Uh, hmm. James Franco? No. no. That's a circle also. That's pretty wow. close. Right? Is he? Mm, yeah. Jonah Hill was closer, if that helps. I know. It was. Yeah, that was closer. But it's okay. Um, oh, you're so close. <laughs> was it Leonardo DiCaprio? No. no. But but also, Please. like, probably. I'm doing but so poorly. <laughs> I feel like all the people you have mentioned, plus the person... <laughs> They're all friends. Mm-hmm. They all know each yeah. other. They all hate yeah. Him. Yes. He's in this group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I'll say it's not Dang. Seth Rogen, if that helps. Okay. <laughs> so that's so right. that's you. Yeah. It's not Seth Rogen. Um. Hmm. Dang. Is it Toby Maguire? No, mm-hmm. but he probably no. <laughs> the thing. It's like all these people can work. Yeah, not just who we specifically mm-hmm. thought of. You, mm-hmm. If you need another hint, we can give you another hint. I'll take another hint. Okay, let me think yeah, of my hint. Could... <laughs> um, it's gonna be very. Everyone's gonna laugh. I I feel it coming. Oh no, so. no, no! This is a hard one because we we had to Google it too. So. Yes, we Initially. also had to look it up. Okay, a hint we that just won't just it. the bottom won't just fall out with like a very obvious <laughs> hint. Um, he. Was doing mostly comedies for a while, like okay, okay, comedic turns. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mac, are you googling this? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I just saw the typing Not. and then a glow of a scream. I love it. Listen, oh. I love it. <laughs> Wouldn't lie to either of you. She does what she has to do. I love it. I I can give you one more very easy clue that I hope I hope is easy. Um, Uh his his name is an alliteration. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, alliteration. Yeah, so it's like two. Both of his names are the same letter. Ah. Uh. Ah. It's okay. This is hard because it's like literally every actor basically you, that has been an you, actor. You, so. said, you said every other person around, yeah, around right, this right. person. And you circled right. him. You circled him. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew yes! McConaughey. Yes! The Yes! 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 Amazing. Yes! Amazing. I'm so oh proud of you. That's great. Okay, wow. cool. That was successful. I really found a moment of teamwork there. I could not have arrived there. But very oddly, this like recently came up, came up like last week. So like, wait, it really? really should have been there. Oh, yes. nice. Wait, wait, tell us that story. That's so funny. Yeah, I my partner and I were um we were watching uh we've been doing like 70s horror movie binges. And lo and behold, there's our there's our boy, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, and because of um he's recently running for president. So I think that we were like, <laughs> oh right. Wait, that, what? Yes. What? Yes. Oh, Monica, you gotta do it's this a, video. I will send it to thing. you. It's all yes. thing. Yeah. He released a video that was basically like if he became one of the Texas Chainsaw, you know, family members, 
Oh, um, killer. Full, full circle. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Thank I'm you. So- you guys really got me there. That was, <laughs> you guys felt like really good on TV hosts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did great. Honestly, it was very impressive. Because that was it a really, hard one. Yeah, there are, hard there are one. easier people for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so mm, just, just for our audience, just so we know. So yes, he was not in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He mm-hmm. was in something called Texas Chainsaw Massacre the next generation much mm-hmm. like degrassi the next generation but this one had more chainsaw murders he's actually not the only famous person who like kind of got their start in it renee zellweger is also in it um came out oh. in 1995 yeah mm-hmm. and he's the villain which oh. i think is pretty fun yeah Amazing. Good for him. (laughs) Good for you, Matthew McConaughey. Good for you. You've come so far. (laughs) Well, Maggie, we've got another game we would love to play with you. Awesome. This one, we have a little more dialed in. It's called Chill or Chilling. Ooh. And uh, Mm -hmm. we we run imaginary scenarios by you, and you can choose Mm -hmm. Chill would do that. Cool. Or chilling, too scary, we'll not do that. Mm, all right. This is fun. Okay. Yes. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to do the Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all, all right, right. Just now. All right. Nice. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Amazing. Monica, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So our first chill or chilling. Compete on Fear Factor. Ooh, chilling. Honestly, right out the gate. No, thank you. Uh... There's a lot of bugs I don't mind, but I do mind centipedes, and I feel like they always find a way to include them. Um, so I just would never take the risk. I can't. I can't even watch that section of the show. Yeah. Also, it's high risk being near Joe Rogan. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I was like, oh is he God, still hosting I that? I forgot right? he was the host of that show. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. Blast He's not any. Is that show even still on? I actually don't know. I don't think but it is. That seems I know like that... a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't need his opinions. And I don't need him to make me eat bugs. But I will say, mm-hmm. I was on vacation once. And I have never seen a giant centipede before. But I went on vacation. <gasps> uh-huh. And I saw one. And it was like literally like the size of a snake and it was the most horrifying thing i didn't think i was afraid of them i totally Mm -hmm. get it they're horrible no thank you goodbye totally good choice Mm -hmm. no centipedes no have you seen um the short film that goes with the ring rings no he like he really a centipede like a it crawls out of his mouth and it's like it's like three feet long and it just like crawls out of his mouth that's that he cracked the worst horror thing to make. Like, that's it. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Nope. Sorry, yeah. did you not want two different centipede stories about how scary they were? <laughs> you announced your fear to us. Like, I liked it. And thanks, guys. Yeah, and I realized that we both and were like, wait, hold on. You think you're afraid of centipedes? You're <laughs> two horrible stories about them. So we apologize. No. Okay, so this one is maybe mm-hmm. less scary or more scary. I think it's more scary to me, but mm-hmm. go skydiving skydiving your thoughts chill i i think i would i think i would yes it is very scary like i have no plans to do it um i have a good friend who uh he's like certified he you know he's almost i wouldn't say he like pushes it on people but there's been a couple times where he's been okay you know like so when are you gonna do it um 
He loves it. And I I am kind of a thrill junkie. I do love roller coasters. Um, I've never done anything to that scale. Um, but I did do uh, the biggest drop uh, in Florida outside of Disneyland. They have like a an unofficial um, super scary drop, which I have done. Uh, and I and yeah, I think I would do it. I actually am curious. What do you guys think? Uh, no. Well, I have a no? okay. <laughs> yes. hard no. I have a fun mm-hmm. story about skydiving that has prevented mm-hmm. me from doing it, even though I think maybe it'd be fun. But uh-huh. uh, I have um, a metal brace around my spine. So I have some metal kind mm. of rods in there and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the doctor, when I came in for like follow ups after the yeah. surgery, he was like, well, you know, you can't go skydiving now because that metal will just rip right out of your body. And I was just like, what? <laughs> but the thing is monica told um, me that like seven years ago yeah and i was like yeah for sure like that's yeah, for, and that only like kind right. of recently did we have the conversation where we were like wait that's not science yeah. Yeah. like like he was kidding yeah, i think just, just, right just rip out. Uh, yeah i think he was kidding in some weird awful doctor sure. way i think he yeah. was kidding but uh-huh. I'm like, maybe I should wait till I'm like 90 years old. So of that, if I die, it's not that big of a deal. Right, right, right. Like I had it coming. So it's like almost kind of cute, like how it went out. Right, like, yeah. but yeah. imagine. She talked about it our whole, our whole lives yeah. and she tried it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Killed like her, your, she had fun. <laughs> it's like your girl with the ribbon, like removing the ribbon, head falls off. Mm-hmm. That's your version of that. That's so disturbing. Yeah, Please don't, don't do it. I'm <laughs> so don't. curious. I would do it, but what if he wasn't giving? And you'd be, and and that would happen to you. And then, then like, you'd have, you know, that'd be what your name would associate with. <laughs> the girl who, who's, whose metal spine was ripped, ripped out of her body, body. By, oh, by the yeah. force of gravity. Yeah. yeah. Very Final Destination vibes. Totally, yeah. totally. Yes, absolutely. Well, here's mm-hmm. our next one. Um, mm-hmm. this is a very, uh, made up scenario. So have used oh, your imagination a little bit. I love hypotheticals. Yes. <laughs> um, do karaoke. Okay. Let me, let me set the scene for you a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're at mm-hmm. a karaoke bar. You know, mm-hmm. you're having a good time. It's your turn to go up. You got your song picked out. You get on the stage, you mm-hmm. look out. And in the first three centered seats, you're, you're about to start singing is Lizzo, mm-hmm. Cher, and Adele, and they're all just staring at you, and you have to perform your karaoke song, Chill or Chilling. Oh, at chilling, chilling, <laughs> absolutely chilling. Not that, like, I I know I am not a good singer, and, you know, even, in, like, there's a knowledge I have, even, like, with that, and knowing that my goal in karaoke is to have fun, it's still absolutely chilling. I would just feel like I... Like, I don't have, like, I shouldn't be here, you know? Like, this is suddenly a church. And, like, I I am about to be sacrilegious um, uh, in front of people <laughs> who, like, know what they're doing. Um, and even and all three of them, I'm sure, would be very, very, pol- more than polite. I'm sure all three of them would be, like, cheering me on. But I, 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 that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It yes. really does sound like an actual nightmare somebody would have. Yes. yes. But you do get to hang out with them. And that's the one thing I will say is like, that you is, know, that that's is true. And they would thing. be nice. Like, they would be encouraging. They would not yeah. care. They would be nice. Like, exactly. You know, they would not judge you. Um, 
my unless you know prove me wrong like but I don't think that <laughs> they would be nice I think exactly in, in my fantasy where I created that scenario they're right, nice people right. so they'd be nice about it yeah yes. <laughs> okay so this one is instead of hanging out with like three superstars mm-hmm. it's ghosts you hang out with ghosts mm-hmm. when you camp out in a graveyard chill or chilling Ooh, I would say chill these that wow. you know yeah, I would say chill. Um, when my my sister and I, uh, one thing we would do when we tr- when we travel, we try to take a ghost tour in any town that we go to. Um, not you know, not not for any reason other than like they're really fun and you know, just like we always have great memories. Um, and yeah, uh, we took one in Chicago where we like talk to a ghost they gave us those like tuning forks you know and like we were like you know had like a conversation you know um which is really fun but you know every single time it's always been chill like you know we've never we've never had a bad time on a ghost tour um yeah in fact uh yeah you meet great people the tour guides always super nice and personal they give the best suggestions um which is not the reason why we do them but but yeah, so speaking from personal experience, every ghost that I've uh, communicated with has been chill. Yes, I love the ghost tours. I just yeah. I just did one in Jerome, which is like outside Whoa. of Sedona. And uh-huh. it's like murder, 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 because it was like a coal, coal mining town. Yeah. So it was just the ghost tour was like these kind of towns attract a lot of unsavory characters. And they were just everyone was uh-huh. murdering each other. And like every block was like this person murdered, this person murdered, 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 <laughs> murdered. murdered. It was like, oh my god, everywhere. Oh my god. That's kind of how it was in Paris. Like it wasn't a ghost mm-hmm. tour, but it was like a dark side of Paris tour. And it was like everywhere oh. you stepped, it was like some royal got like assassinated on this step. <laughs> I love so ghost funny. tours too. Like they're the best. They're the they're, best. They're so fun. Oh, they're fun. We just did one in uh, New Orleans, and oh, the, that's the best one. Probably. Oh, it's the best one. It, we felt so so fortunate to do it. And also, the first murder she brought up, what happened in 2003? It was nope. like, wait, 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 and but like to her credit, that was super scary. Like I've never been that scared on a ghost tour where the first murder happened fairly recently, and it was about you know tours coming to New Orleans. And- no, yikes! <laughs> this yep. could be you. This could be you. You could be next on yep. the ghost tour. You could be Have a star. <laughs> oh, it was my. an amazing town. I I absolutely loved. Well, New Orleans. I guess you had a good tour guide because that's terrifying. <laughs> uh, yep. It was. Whew. Uh. Well, this is our last one, our last scenario. Great. Chill or chilling, swimming Mm -hmm. with sharks. Oh, okay. So I grew up with uh, a pool in my backyard, um, which was how I hooked a lot of friends in middle school. You know, you (laughs) elevate a pool and they come over and swim. Um, But uh, I, yeah, I would have these imaginations where there were sharks in the pool. and that was another one that I would just like imagine. It's like in my backyard. Yeah, there's like sharks swimming in the dark. Swimming in the dark um, was a fear of mine. Um, however, uh, I feel like I got over that fear uh, because I love swimming so much. And later in life, I loved taking night swims. So I kind of made myself face it all to the point where I think swimming with sharks would be like pretty chill. 
You basically uh, already did it. Yeah, in your mind. Exactly. In, exactly. No, truly. Yeah. I think I I went through all like the worst case scenarios. Um, and also, you know, I just love I love ocean life. So at the end of the day, I would want to be a good rep for our shark friend. Um, most shark attacks are, you know, not something vicious on their part. Um <laughs> So if I get eaten, it's my fault, <laughs> basically. You were very trusting of the sharks. Right, right. He caught me slipping. <laughs> what happened? Oops. And in this <laughs> in this scenario, there would be some kind of cage, I would think. Right, right. Are you guys afraid of sharks? Because that is also, like, pretty common. Like, my friend, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Are. I was super, mm-hmm. super, super, super afraid of sharks as a kid after seeing Deep Blue Sea. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Again, they will come up through your pipes and get you, Monica, no matter what. No matter where you live. No, that's alligators. Alligators will come up your pipe. Yeah. And definitely If you live in Florida, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll happen. Right. I wouldn't say I'm like afraid of sharks. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I guess I I grew up kind of by the ocean and I never Mm. had anybody like get attacked by a shark. And I felt like, you know. Long Island. Oh, okay. So okay. in case yeah, you you're, can't you're tell. Yeah, you're kind of in tune with that side of nature, you know. It's yeah. not mysterious for you. Totally. I mean, we went mm-hmm. to the beach a lot, and I feel like the issue was more like the the riptide. I'm afraid of a riptide. That is actually a situation that is a problem. But I'm not really afraid of sharks. I'm sure somebody got bit by a shark, but it was not like a common occurrence. So we're right. good. Yeah. I grew up um, right on Lake Michigan. So my it, so it was like a big body of water that intellectually I knew had no sharks. So like it was a good safe haven for me to, you know, to, to be like, okay, open water does not necessarily equal will be eaten. Right. That would be the plot of some movie is like, no, this lake has sharks. Ah. Right. How did I get in here? I'm sure I've seen that movie. I feel like... Kind of like this pond, get a shark. Right, right. right. That's actually a good guys. We should write that film. Guys, that is not a guys. movie. That, has to exist. that exists already. Okay, but it'd be great if we met. Like, it'd be better if we met it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Like yeah. Some, I can see it being like some evil scientist plops a giant shark in the middle of a lake of, and people can't leave. Small town. And, oh, yeah. that's great. The small town has to come together to defeat the giant shark. Exactly. Yeah, because they're all fighting over some weird, stupid small town drama. Oh, oh, ooh, ooh. Okay, guys, it's writing itself. All right, all right. Yeah. It writes itself. It writes Sci-fi, itself. Sci-fi, contact us. We know you got the weird CGI hookups. <laughs> we got your next they shark have movie. The shark. Yeah. They have the shark ready to go. It's already built in, like, yeah, a CGI yeah. we'll computer system. From <laughs> <Shark> <laughs> no. Well, Maggie, thank you so much for chatting with us today and validating everyone's fear of the dark because we are all afraid of the dark good good (laughs) and please tell our listeners where they can find you socials and stuff like that Mm, yes uh if you want to find me you can find me on twitter youtube and instagram instagram i mostly post photos of my cats (laughs) speaking of cats so if you like cats you can follow me on Instagram as well. Uh, but yeah, it's just my name, uh, Maggie May Fish. May with a E instead of a Y. Like and my dead great grandmother. <laughs> Sorry, what? Oh, I was going to say, and fish with an F. Oh, just yeah, in case. Yes. Yes. yes, like uh, like the animal. Um, mm-hmm. Not the band. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry if anyone likes. I didn't mean to say that was such like a stink. Um, I know there are there are, there fish are band fans, people who really like fish, but I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure any of them are on this call right now. 
Right, I was going to yeah. say. I think like our audience might not be fish fans. <laughs> not that they're not fish fans, but right. I don't think there's a big overlap. I think you're okay. Listen, I have so. a friend who's a fish fan, so I, you know, I can say it. I have, I, you know. I know, I know some fish people, so I right. can say it. Mm-hmm. It's, tr- mm-hmm. it's true, though. It's true, though. <laughs> oh, Maggie. Thank you so much for being here with us. This mm. was so super fun. I hope that you feel better about your childhood fears because I truly do. I do. Thank thank you so much for having me. Uh, this has been great. I feel yeah, we validated a lot of people today. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Scaredy Chat. We hope you were a little scared and maybe a little relieved about your fears. And if you're having fun listening to this podcast. Please rate and review and subscribe so you never miss it and you're ready with us every week. And hey, make sure you follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at scaredychat underscore podcast. And maybe you have a fear and you're wondering if other people are afraid of it too? Well, we probably are, but you should email us your fears at story at scaredychatpod.com and maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Till next time, scaredy cats. Bye. Security Chat was developed and hosted by Caitlin Riley and Monica Moore Suriyagi. Produced by Jeff Swimmer. Editing and sound design by Fitz Harris. Theme music by Eric Fashingbauer with samples by Jeff Zahn and Jack Lenz. And Gail Gilman is the executive producer. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.